Hi, I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio, the largest library of authentic photos. You can find us on Instagram at Scopio Images, and this is a series bringing the most talented photographers around the world to give us tips, ideas, and tell us about current events they really care about. We know you will find actionable, real steps to build your career and ideas. Hope you enjoy. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Pretty good. Good Thanks to meet you. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Uh, we're excited to talk with you. So you're an engineer, huh? Yeah, I, uh, I uh, got trained formally in, in uh, physics and engineering way back in the day. And do you still practice that? Uh, sort of. I, I got a job in, um, in software engineering, and so that's basically where I've been um, during the day. What, what kind of things do you build? Um, it's actually uh, maintaining software for the VA. Awesome. And when did you start photography? Uh, I'd have to say around uh, the turn of the millennium. Uh, <laughs> I got interested in, in college and kind of fumbled around for a few years and then uh, kind of found my niche a few years ago. How did, how did you find your niche? Uh, well, I visited Canada and was, was blown away by other people's photos and decided, hey, I, I got to take those shots too. <laughs> kind of kind of went from there. How did you teach yourself how to take like such great shots? Cause so I look at your photos and I'm like, so many of these are just so like normal s scenes that you would see, but you make it look so like magical and beautiful, so. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of been a lot of trial and error. Uh, I like uh, like experimenting with things. And if, if you scroll back a long time, long time ago, you'll see some of my mistakes, but um, yeah, I'd say uh, just trying things out, seeing what works, seeing what I, I like and what people like. So how do you know what you like? Like, how did you develop what you like? It's, um, that's, I, I think, entirely personal. Uh, yeah. I, I'll kind of, like, try to get a feel for what I want the photo to be and, you know, aim toward that. Yeah, that, that's amazing. Tell me about some of, like, the tools that you use and, um, like, what is your gear and, uh, yeah. Like what so do you I, do? Or maybe even like a trip. How do you plan a trip? I know that you like to go on adventures, so. Yeah. Um, well, that's a big topic, but um, we, uh, my wife and I often travel together and we, we plan our trips, you know, exhaustively down to the last detail, last minute. Um, we'll often use Google Maps uh, to, to create extensive pin maps of places and, and shots that, uh, that I think would be a, good to capture while we're there and uh you know oftentimes i'll go to other photographers websites and uh and instagram pages and you know see see what they've gotten before and see how i can make it different uh, as far as gear uh, i use just um you know ba basic camera gear i don't have any uh super fancy lenses uh, just a a zoom lens and and a macro lens and oh and astro lenses and i make them work uh, tell me about your like research process. How do you, you said you like look at other people's, how do you begin to think of ideas or is that like a muscle that you practice? Yeah, it's, that's exactly right. It's uh, you, you kind of get a feel for what places you'll be able to, to capture the best um, over time. But I've, um, you know, basically learned that the, the biggest tourist attractions are often the hardest to capture um, in a new way, if that makes sense. So I, we kind of like going off the beaten path a little and, and you know, finding an angle that, 
that uh, that works for me. And then what about post-processing? What do you do? That's, um, I primarily just use Lightroom and Photoshop um, pretty much exclusively. Uh, occasionally I'll, I'll use some other programs, but those are my tools of the trade. Uh, I can accomplish everything I need to with those. How did you learn those? Again, trial and error. I never really, I didn't go, you know, go to school for video or photo editing. So it's just kind of bumping through the menus and, and figuring out what works. So like, I mean, the outdoor kind of niche that you have, I feel like there's so many photographers in that space. How have you learned to stand out? <sighs> I think it's all about finding your own style or creating it. Like I, I like to, to bill myself as vibrant yet realistic, which I think is, is something that a lot of people who want to travel the world want to see. Like you, you don't necessarily want to see Photoshopped um, images all the time. And that's what I try to convey. But um, my advice for anyone who's, who's also trying to, to carve their own niche is just, just figure out what works for you and, and, um, and, strive toward that. Talk to me a little bit about what you mean about vibrant and vibrancy. And yeah, yeah. So in my images, I try to, um, to emphasize the things that I think are important, you know, like a, a, an image of fall foliage, obviously the, the leaves are going to be important. Um, but um, a lot of it is, is subjective. So it's, it's really, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I and other people would like to see. And usually that's a lot of color. Where does the color come from? Like the fall foliage one makes sense, but can you give me some other examples? Yeah, so um, so a lot of photography is, you know, is finding the right place to shoot, but also the right time and the right weather. And like that, juggling those things is, is kind, of a, kind of the problem. So you have, to, you have to make sure that the lighting is right. Um, and you know, if you're shooting the right thing, then the colors will pop. So for like people that are just starting, how do they look at light? I would say, you know, images are, are clear and, and vibrant in, in broad daylight. But if you're, if you're really looking to make uh, some spectacular ones, try to get up early or stay up till, uh, till sunset or longer. Um, blue hour is also really good. So tell me a little bit about like uh, like who you are, like where where'd you grow up, and yeah. Uh, so I I grew up south of Boston um, in a in a town called Norton. It's a small town. I uh, had a uh, one sister, and and my parents were were there too. And you know, my dad would take me on hunting trips, and uh, I was in Boy Scouts, so I kind of grew up loving the outdoors and never really lost it. Um, it's only recently that photography has been added to the mix. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I've always loved math and science. You know, that's kind of my thing. Uh, and I try to incorporate that into my photos as well, but um, also the rest of my life. So it's all, it's all nerdy stuff all the way down. So you do some things with your photography. Can you tell me about like how you share them with the world? Yeah. Um, primarily Instagram and Facebook. Um, I've got, a website. I sell prints there, and I've had a few commissions um, uh, requests. So it's it's pretty much kind of uh, organic, I would say. I'm just kind of trying to show my work you know, via via friends, via family, and uh, and uh, 
it's slowly growing. Oh, you have a big network on your social media. Can you tell me about some of the opportunities that come to you naturally? Like after you build up that base? Yeah, um, I'd say more more often people are reaching out to me. Uh, I've I've reached out to you know a handful of tourism boards and and vice versa. Um, it's 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 often a, a mix of both, and uh, it's it's only grown you know in the past uh, in the past couple of years. You reach out to them on social media or yeah, quite often on yeah. Instagram. Like talk to me about how you work with Instagram, like how how you think artists can leverage it better. Well, I, I can't really speak for other artists, but um, I'm I'm always just a, a direct person, and you know I like direct messaging, so that's that's pretty much exclusively how I'll, I'll contact people. And a lot of these uh, companies and tourism boards are very responsive. Have you tried any brands? Um, yeah, I've worked with uh, a few brands. Um, worked with Orca Coolers back in the day, um, uh, the Nomadic boxes uh have been quite fun and I'm, i've got a couple i'm working with now so what would be your like dream project dream project so someone flies me to new zealand for a couple months and gives me carte blanche to to fly around in a helicopter and shoot uh, that's these days maybe not very likely not yet <laughs> Is that, do you have anything else on your bucket list any other places yeah, I've got um, I've got Word documents a mile long, but um, you know the, the tops of my list are like uh, Argentina, Peru, um, New Zealand, Australia, um, Tanzania. That's you know it's, it it never ends, and I'm I'm sad that I've only got a lifetime to do it. I know, and it feels like there's like you have to speed everything up now with COVID and um, yeah, and plan better. Also, yeah, just the slowing down. Yeah, which ones are more important than the others? Yeah. Do you, I, I feel like everyone's relationship with nature has changed because of COVID. Yeah. Like, do you feel like, I mean, you said you're like naturally comfortable with it. You've all your life kind of been attracted to being outside. But there's so many people just now that are learning about the beauty of even their just not their backyard that they never really paid attention to. Yeah, it's um, I've I've noticed that over the past six months. You know, I'm sure you have as well. But a lot of people deal with being stuck inside by going outside, and uh, you know, and hopefully in safe ways. But but it's getting a lot more people interested in in our outdoor spaces and, and national parks and and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, the, I think the whole national park system is something super underrated, especially in the U.S. We don't like think about what a crazy institution that is that they can keep up and clean those huge spaces and um, take care of them like that's something I, I hope that like photographers or people like you can really show people why we should invest in these like in these parks and these systems I don't think anybody ever thought like how complex it is to actually take care of you know nature and um, it's wild I wanted to ask you, like, what role do you think someone like you could uh, help in teaching about the environment? Yeah, um, I think the internet and social media uh, have have more of a profound impact than any of us realize. You know, you you and your network of you know a, a couple dozen friends and family can you know branch out to thousands of people um, with the right ideas. So if 
if you can, you know, tr try to set a good example for people online because uh, that definitely affects the, the offline world. What about the nature and outdoors and the environment? Like there's so much debate now about what a human's role is in, in this yeah. conversation. Yeah. I mean, on, on the one hand, we've, we've existed for a couple hundred thousand years. Um, on the other hand, social media hasn't. And it's, it's only encouraging and quickening the pace that some places uh, get, uh, get damaged or affected. But yeah. I think there, there's both positives and negatives to it. Uh, you can also argue that social media can, can be more of a help than a hindrance. So. Yeah. And what about the conversation about like the environmental damage? What can you do as a photographer? Like when you're posting about a place, like how do you get awareness? Because there's also so many places that we've never seen before and we cannot even imagine. Like I was in Colorado recently and I was like, I had never known that this place existed. And it's unbelievable to me that our tax, our taxes or like whatever it is that's keeping these places so clean yeah. and so beautiful. And I'm like, people don't even like, they can't even, it's a whole nother world. So when they see yeah. on Instagram, they look at your Instagram, they can start to kind of understand. And also we have some questions. Our prime minister is working on environmental issues and we try to make new forests uh, every month. So yeah, I mean, it's just a massive conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's the role that governments play. Um, as far as photographers online, you know, it's, it's a tough balance between posting where and, and how you got a shot and, and keeping it to yourself. Um, I tend to not advertise as much as I used to where, where some shots are taken. Uh, Cause I know, I know now the, you know, the impact, you know, even, even a little guy like me can have. So, so um, it's, it's important to keep that in mind. What do you mean impact? Like a positive or negative? Uh, I, I was talking negative. You know, you don't want you don't want to um, overburden a, a location that that isn't prepared for it. Can and you that's what a example uh, of like how that how that would work. Yeah, well, a lot of the most popular um, photography locations. You know, a lot of the big Instagrammers have made them popular. Um, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy, but those places themselves suffered. Um, a lot of them aren't you know, set up with the right infrastructure and, and um, permits and fee systems. You know, it's, if it's a free-for-all, then everybody's going to go there. And, and um, it's just a numbers game. You know, if you have a crowd of 100,000, the place will, will suffer unless it's properly managed, which is why I'm a, I'm a big supporter of national parks. Um, and their fees. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about the national park system. I, I'd love to learn more. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, an employee or anything, but I, I've visited probably a, a dozen, a, a dozen or so national parks, and every time I've gone, you know, I've, I've seen there's direct benefits to, to having those entry fees and park passes, um, and they, you know, they go to keep things clean, but also to maintain trails, um, protect the wildlife in them. So I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And I think, I wish we had more. Have you ever thought or investigated like who has the best park system in the world? I have not. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm partial to the U.S. because I live here, but um, yeah. no, I know there's, 
some countries that are taking fantastic care of their um, their outdoor places. Um, I've been to Norway, and I think their uh, their system is pretty good. Um, and I've I follow a lot of Instagrammers in Africa, and you know there's there's problems and there's solutions there, and, and I like seeing when people are trying to work together and actually protect the environment rather than hurt it. Yeah. I totally, uh, I totally get that more and more every day, especially from COVID and understanding like everything that's happening. But again, it's an opportunity to educate. So photographers like you that are connecting that kind of look. So again, it's more real. So it's, it's health. Like, I think it's healthy to have that people like yeah. you up there, you know? Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, we have one more question and we can wrap up. Uh, the question we had was, what was your favorite place that you've ever uh, been to? That's a tough one. Um, let's, let's just say Banff National Park. There's, um, you know, it's, it's a popular answer, I'm sure, but, but uh, it's, it's got, got great, a great ratio of beautiful sites for your effort. Um, and I like that. It's um, one of the most beautiful places in the world. So we'll leave it at that. Do you have any pictures on your page that people can go check out from that? Uh, yeah, uh, on my Instagram, there there are a bunch from uh, from Banff National Park, handful from other lo locations in Canada. It's uh, it's the Rockies. You, you can't beat them. Yeah. So uh, another person is saying thank you. It's changed how I see see my own city. I entered this world of national parks through Instagram and people like you around two years ago. It changed me and how I started to see my own city. That's amazing to hear. And uh, that's exactly what we wanted to bring you on the live to talk about. So thanks so much. And uh, uh, I hope to meet you soon. All right. Thanks, Christina. Thanks, Steve. Bye. I'm Christina, the CEO at Scopio. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Scopio Images. Head over to Scopio, S-C-O-P.io for access to the world's largest library of authentic images. Scope them out. And if you're a photographer, don't forget to sign up to get the world to use your diverse images. Thanks and see you next week.